0: Welcome into a special post game crossover. I'm Zach Blackerby, host of Locked On Auburn. Carter Bird, host of Locked On Northwestern. Thank you for making both shows your first listen every single day, Carter. One of maybe
1: <laughs> that was uh, one of the worst things I've ever watched in my life.
0: I mean, total disaster. Forty three to forty two, and, and yeah, that is a that is a college
1: oh, football man. score.
0: Two teams that were undefeated going into this. Uh, not, not a great look, not a great look at all. And, you know, just from the Auburn perspective, you know, it's like, gosh, 5 of 21, 23% from three, 26% from the floor. Like, that's terrible. Then you scroll down to the Northwestern stats and it's like, oh, two of 24 from three. That's yeah. somehow worse.
1: <laughs> uh, Chase Aud- Audige hit his three there to go up one late. And that was the second one of the game, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this game is just disgusting and gross, and neither team could have any sort of shot selection or anything that looked – it was ugly. It just was ugly from start to finish. It was a slow start, and it never really heated up. There was a moment where the the announcing crew was like, Northwestern really would prefer this game to be played in the 60s, but Auburn would prefer it to be played in the 80s. And it was like 19 to 19, and I was like – on what planet are we getting to sixty points? Like, there's no oh chance. Of that.
0: Well, yeah, they, they yeah. almost they almost didn't get to sixty points combined. Right. Well, yeah. I think like ten minutes into it, I almost texted you. I was like, "Boy, I hope you took the under on this." And um, I had no idea how much that trend would continue. Holy cow! Gracious. Um, biggest takeaways from this, uh, and I haven't followed Northwestern closely. Obviously, you have, but. We've talked about this before with Auburn. It's like sometimes they're going to shoot well, sometimes they're not, but still on nights where they're not, they get so many possessions typically because of what they create on defense. It's like, okay, cool. You know, they're still going to score 70, and their defense is usually going to be good enough. No, they scored uh they scored 43 points, Carter, which is which is nowhere close to enough points to win any game in <laughs> the SEC this year.
1: So I will say both of these teams are fairly similar that they play really, really good defense. They turn their ter- uh, opponents over. They get a lot of steals. They get a lot of blocks. Northwestern actually had more blocks, steals, and forced more turnovers in this game than Auburn. Auburn just somehow found a way to make slightly more uh, more out of their possessions, but not by a lot. I, yeah. I knew both teams played good defense coming into the game. I didn't expect it to be that because that was something that, right. I don't remember the last time I've seen a game um, from really either of these teams that looked that just gross.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I try to not be negative after a win, but it's (laughs) really hard to, uh, it's really hard to take a whole lot from that. I mean, I'm just looking at the, here are the, here are the, the, here's the shooting from the 10 starters. Auburn's Janai Broom, one of three. I'm just going to go down. One of three, O of four, four of 10, one of nine, O of two. And then looking at the Northwestern starters, one of nine, one of two, two of nine, three of 13, four of 13. That's just no one, not one player was effective offensively tonight for either team.
1: Well, so that's, that's something that's been an issue for, for Northwestern this year is, Boo Booey and Chase Audige, two guys right there that are supposed to be kind of the powerhouse, the engine of this team. Well, they've been pretty inefficient all year long. Boo Booey last Friday had he finally had a good game where he was efficient and dropped 28 points in that game. Chase Audige last night he was efficient. He dropped 20. Well. They went seven for 26 combined and were one of 10 from three as a group. It was ugly, and it was – man, it was – when those two guys are both inefficient at the same time and you don't yeah. get anybody else that steps up, it's hard for Northwestern to to, to uh, score points. And then when you get, what, a one-for-nine performance on the Auburn side out of Wendell Green and 0-for-2 out of Zep Jasper, I mean, and two of eight out of KG, Katie Johnson, it's the same deal. The guards in this game were so wildly inefficient with their opportunities. At one point, I do believe Wendell Green started like 0 for 8 in this game. I think he may have hit his last shot. It was the guard play on the offensive side was about as bad as I've seen. um, Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, it it was bad on both ends, right? You you mentioned Wendell Green. I think he finished with two points, right? And It was like right at the end of the game. It's like, wow, how fitting. He finally scored and it was in such a key moment. Yeah, the only two for both him and. Zepp, which is wild, um, but then and you'll know who it was. Northwestern when they made their first three, like they were zero of seventeen from three beforehand. Like, yeah,
1: it was Ty Berry who who was also huge last night. He he hit a bunch of shots. He was very efficient. He dropped nineteen last night. Well, he hits one three and had another basket. He did get to line a fair amount in the first half and got to nine points. That's that's really the the difference that I saw to me. Uh, from from first half to second half, was Northwestern was averaging I think twelve free throws a game coming in, and yeah. they had somewhere around eleven or twelve at halftime. And then it felt like it kind of flipped in the second half. It felt like Auburn did a much better job getting to the to the line, and that's right. when you saw when when both teams can't can't score in live action. That's when you saw that momentum kind of shift.
0: Yeah. All right, so we're currently live on Locked on Auburn and Locked on Northwestern. Be sure to like and follow both pages or subscribe. Really appreciate it. Drop in the comments what your big picture takeaway from this game was, because I'd love to hear how different people can spin it, right? Because I'm sure there's Auburn and Northwestern fans out there, Carter, that are like, the defense that our team played was incredible tonight. But it it, it didn't feel that way, right? It didn't feel that way for a second. I, I think this is more bad offense versus any kind of good defense oh yeah
1: i mean when there's that long stretches where neither team looks remotely competent on offense it's it's tough to be really come out of this game and feel really good about either team to be honest with you yeah
0: all right um slapper is asking who do we play next round so that was it right that Mm -hmm. was that was the championship game of the cancun challenge just uh four teams in that bracket I do think there were unbracketed games that they played before they went to Cancun, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but that's what they called them. But yeah, so that, that, that was the, the championship game. And, and I don't know who won between Liberty and, uh, and Bradley. Do you know who got third? I think, I think Liberty won by 11. I think it was like 55, 44 or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Br- Bradley was not a very impressive team. Um, so that, that, that sounds believable for sure. So yeah, this this wasn't a very stacked um non-con tournament. It was not. Carter, it was not. Um, and and so like I don't really know what the big picture takeaway is. Frankly 14- when,
1: when I I remember when the field got announced, my initial thought was, man, Auburn should really roll over everybody in this tournament um because of right. the level that, that 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 program has been at compared to the rest. And then Northwestern from watching the beginning of this season they were they showed they didn't shoot well tonight, but in previous games they've been pretty good from three. They've yeah. been really good on defense. And so I started to get a feeling that okay, maybe they can make some noise in in this tournament. Maybe they can make some noise this season if they continue to shoot the three and play that defense. Well, the three-point shooting did not show up tonight, but the defense certainly did, as both of these teams were way down in the twenties from yeah. the field goal percentage. And yeah, I mean
0: Hey, Carter, Carter on that, Jesse says um, it had to be frustrating for Northwestern fans watching the team shoot so many threes. Is is that how Northwestern typically scores? Are they normally better than this? What's your reaction to that?
1: Well, you, you see there's a few guys who have been pretty efficient from three this year. Robbie Barron, who's 0 for 5 tonight, he's pretty good from three. Ty Berry's been pretty good from three as well. Chase Audige can get really hot. He was just uh, one of four. Ty Berry, one of six. Booy. That's the one that frustrates me the most. What a great Um, name, by the way. Are you kidding me? Because the only game we've seen him shoot the three really well at all is that Purdue-Fort Wayne game where he went 7 of 13 from three and dropped uh, 28 points in that game. And frankly, I think he carried a little bit too much confidence Mm -hmm. off that 28-point performance coming into this uh, because his shot selection all tournament long was really bad. They had the lead – they're late, and he took a super long contested three when I think yeah. there was still time on the shot clock, and it's just there's these moments where you're like, what are you, what are we thinking here with this shot selection? And especially Boo Booey being a, a such a high-volume guy, but so wildly inefficient in a tight game like that late. Yeah, it's frustrating to watch him jack up some of those threes.
0: Yeah, seeing several comments, Colonel Steve saying – uh Yoan and Wester looked lost in the offense. <laughs> Harrison says, "Where was Chance or Yoan like somebody earlier in the show said Yoan uh, or Jenai Broom needs to get a little bit tougher down low. These newcomers for Auburn, there was a lot of like, okay, we need you to come in and be effective right away." And they've all had moments with the exception of Treyor. Uh, he looked good in the exhibition game, but you know, I mm-hmm. haven't really seen him turn that corner yet and, and we'll see. I'm always hesitant to talk about freshmen before Thanksgiving, but we're recording this just hours away from Thanksgiving Carter. And so uh, it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, you know, you, you need to start to turn the corner here. And Janice played, you know, multiple years of, mm-hmm. of college basketball. So you kind of expect him, even though he was dealing with that ankle situation, We've seen enough of him now, enough pop from him now, where it's like, okay, we need to see this a little bit more. There were times in this with Janai, and we'll talk about Westry in a second, but with Broom, down low, he got pushed around. It reminded me a little bit of like, okay, I believe you're the better basketball player yeah, in this matchup, which reminds me a lot of Walker Kessler versus Florida last year. Oh, uh, Castleton. Castleton, yeah. <laughs> it it kind of awesome. reminded me of that, though, where it's just like, man, they're just pushing him around. And I, and I, I I'm not this guy, but like I, I don't think the officiating was super great. I'm just gonna be That's fair. honest well, with that. But Jana got pushed around tonight. Dylan did too. Um, what, well, what did you I, think about the matchup down low?
1: I do think that that it's for a team like Auburn, when you look at who they had played coming to to this point in the in the season, you hadn't seen um, them go against, I guess, Another Power Five kind of level team that plays really, really good defense. They ran into that here. Uh, you saw Matt M- Matthew Nicholson down low. He's a big guy. You have to have a big guy in the Big Ten going against uh, some of the 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 kind of beast centers that you will see around the conference. Uh, I mean, you you can look at Illinois the uh, last few few years with. Kofi Coburn and you look at Michigan all these teams have somebody who's really good I mean he's seven foot 255 down low and I don't think that that was something that maybe um, Auburn had seen yet this year and um, it was it was I think that it was a unique challenge and I think uh, maybe for for an Auburn team that you know was ranked so high and was kind of starting to feel pretty good about themselves coming in this is a little bit of a, of a wake-up call for, for them. Maybe a, a, a test of like, oh, hey, you may not be what you what you thought you were to this point in the year. Northwestern, they had kind of played a little bit on a bigger stage already. They had a road game uh, at Georgetown earlier in the year where they pulled out a win. Um, so I thought that they were at least a little more used to kind sure. of this, this level of, of game. But, I mean – in the end, it was the the talent and the depth to me that Auburn does possess that ended up kind of winning the day. I mean, if you look at, at the game, Auburn played what? How many? They played 11 guys. Northwestern played seven. So eventually, in games like that, that's going to have some sort of, of yeah. effect in this game.
0: That's a good point. That's certainly a good point. Yeah, and, and just the stage... That was set. I mean, look, Northwestern's the first P5 school that, that's Auburn that Auburn has played. And I think it's gonna end up being a pretty decent win, probably a more decent win than we thought. Um, mm-hmm. Northwestern was five and oh, now they're five and one. I think they'll probably be a solid Q2 win by the end yeah. of the year. Do you think that's fair? Q two, maybe high Q three.
1: Yeah, I, I think this Northwestern team, the way that they are gonna they're kind of built and the way that if they can just stay healthy. I and I've said this uh on my show, I've said it um a few times, I think they're going to be a much tougher out than everybody expected in the Big Ten because of their ability to play defense. I mean, Ty Berry, uh, Nicholson down low, Chase Audige, those are really good defenders, even Boo Booey. Like, all of those guys play really strong defense, and they make it really hard for you to feel comfortable on offense, and you saw that tonight. If they can just get back to shooting the three-half decent they're going to beat some teams here in in Big Ten play, and they've got to. And don't ask me why this doesn't make any sense on the face of the earth. Okay, okay. But Big Ten. Northwestern opens Big Ten play on December fourth against Michigan State, and then they don't play a Big Ten game for a month because that's, that's weird. weird. They schedule that that way for some reason. So we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot about this Northwestern team here, and in just a few days. Because they're going to go play a good Michigan State team, it'll be good to compare to see okay where does Auburn stack up, and then where does where does Northwestern stack up playing another high level opponent as well?
0: Yeah, that may time out well for Northwestern coming back just after because uh, Michigan State's about to play in like Spokane, right? They play, they play,
1: they play Alabama, Alabama. tomorrow yeah. in the Phil Knight Classic.
0: Yeah, so we'll see. And obviously, Northwestern has to travel back from Cancun. So, how much does that actually matter? I don't know. But yeah, no, I think that's interesting. Um, no question about it. Then the portal opens the next day, which is great. <laughs> All right, let's touch on what we want these teams to do moving forward. Because clearly, you can't win any games in the Big Ten or the SEC scoring. Forty-two or forty-three points. Well, today, you,
1: you, you say that, but then Wisconsin won a game, scoring forty-three points earlier today, and and I'm going to keep coming back to it. I was making fun of that game earlier today.
0: They beat Karma. Dayton. Karma came up and 42? just punched you, and then this game went forty-three, forty-two as well. Unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. We were joking at the top of the show. A lot more have joined since then, but. Hope you took the under in this one. It doesn't matter what it was set at on Bet Online, because uh, it was north of a hundred. I I would bet, and uh, <laughs> it could have been ninety six, and, and the under would have hit, which is absolutely ridiculous. But seriously, all college basketball season long, you want to get in on the action with Bet Online. Bet Online is where the game starts. The uh, so, over
1: under, by the way, was around one thirty four.
0: That's crazy. Like, that is just (laughs) ridiculous. All right, so looking at this, some of it's shot selection, right? Mm -hmm. Some of it is just inconsistent shooting. I think some of it, Carter, is you see guys, you see teams shoot poorly when they're in a different country, right? I mean, I I was watching Tennessee Butler before uh, flipped over to this game once it started, and it's like, Teams just don't shoot as well, typically, um, w- when, when they're doing these types of non-con tournaments. And people were joking mm-hmm. in the comments a second ago in the live chat talking about, you know, these guys spent too much time on the beach earlier in the day or whatever. And, like, I know that might be a little sarcastic, but, like, we see videos of them having a good time. Like, this is part of it. Like, this is supposed to be a fun, you know, team-building trip. Um, so I'm always a little hesitant to say, okay, they did this, Outside of America, (laughs) (laughs) I I think when, you know, when Auburn returns to, you know, the southeastern part of of the country and Northwestern returns to, you know, the Midwest, I I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal as we may feel like it is right now.
1: Yeah, I mean we're we're knee jerk emotional right after the game, and I mean there there is something to be said for when you're playing like in these hotel ballroom kind of games. It's it's uh, a different backdrop. It's just like when they say you you go play like when Auburn played in the Final Four in Minnesota, or when you go play in the Carrier Dome at Syracuse. Uh, I mean. The backdrop, all of a sudden, you're in basically a football stadium, or you are in an actual f- football stadium, and it's a different feel, and and the depth perception, everything's different, and maybe that had uh part had something to do with it. But uh, yeah. on the, on the northwestern side, man, there were. It's been a while since I've seen that many shots in the paint, miss the rim by feet, like like multiple feet. Like there was one there in the second half for sure, where Chase Audige goes up from about. Six seven feet and miss misses three feet short, and that's just right. like this is tough. This is it's yeah, just-
0: there's they, they just weren't even close on both sides of it. Wendell yeah. had a few air, but it's just like, what do you do? Like, <laughs> like, are, are, were your eyes closed when you shot that? I mean, yeah. but all these players are better than that, and so mm-hmm. agreed. Um, it, it's just uh, it, it's a weird thing, and sometimes I think just the flow of the game, the way games develop, is is um. Is is just different. I mean, Jalen Williams and Sam Howell saying Jay Will's run was awesome. Jalen Williams was the only player where I'm like, okay, yeah, they kind of had a good game. And what's his stat line actually? Deep? Four of ten, he scored eleven points. I mean, that's fine. Like, it's not great. But like, that's fine. <laughs> well, and that he, lo- that he, he looked like the best player on the
1: floor. That's, That's all world right. in a game like this. And, and, and he's
0: from one player. Yeah,
1: <laughs> He's somebody that I actually highlighted on my show uh, today. I said, look, uh, Jalen Williams is going to be a guy to keep an eye on if you're a Northwestern fan, because he's going to quietly just kind of do what he does. And you may look up at the end of the game, and all of a sudden he's been the best player out there. And you may not have like felt that in the middle of the game. Granted, he did have the run that kind of stands out to everybody in this one. But... But right. i tell you what, when you when you lead uh, – did he lead everybody in scoring? He led everybody he in scoring in in the game with 11 points. That's amazing.
0: No, Katie, Katie Johnson at 12.
1: Oh, he did? I missed that. Okay.
0: Yeah, he's tucked away at the bottom of the, the score sheet. Yeah, Katie Johnson at 12. He Because that had to be all free throws, right? Yes, he was
1: 7 of 7 at the line.
0: <laughs> Good for Katie. Um, I would not have taken that bet. Good for him on that. He actually had a pretty good Cancun trip, now that I think about it. So, good for him. Attacking mm-hmm. the, attack the rim. Uh, Drew saying, we, which means Auburn. I'm assuming he's got Auburn in his profile picture. We haven't been able to shoot all year. Just reminded reminder, this going out on Locked on Auburn and Locked on Northwestern, folks. Uh, we haven't been able to shoot all year. Drew, I'm going to disagree with that. I mean, we saw we saw this Auburn team last night in the first round of the Cancun Challenge. They shot, like, over 40% from three. And I believe the, the, the night before, um, against Winthrop or the game before against Winthrop, they did as well. So I don't, I don't know if I'm buying that the, the offense hasn't been as efficient in every game. Um, But what happened last, what happened tonight is just ridiculous. Like that's just not really going to happen. That's kind of, that's, uh, that's kind uh, of how, how
1: I feel think. about Northwestern as well, because yeah, I mean, they, they have been a much better three point shooting team all year long. They've been about, they were 36% last night and, they're a really bad two-point sh- shooting team for sure, but uh and you obviously saw that all game long here.
0: Yep. Uh Jesse saying Northwestern showed future Auburn opponents how to handle Broom, crash him as soon as he gets the ball. I mean, Auburn dealt with that last year with Kessler, too. I mean, that's that's what you do when you see the opposing big be a threat offensively, is as soon as they get the ball down low, you you swarm them. That that's um and, I also, and we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens
1: to, with that. to, to the point I was making earlier. I don't think sure. that's entirely fair to say right now after, because this is the first time again, that, that broom saw a big man. That's legitimately significantly bigger than him down low. And you saw big, a, the yeah. team that plays this level of defense and, I think I mean you gotta give him some time to adjust, and I'm sure he will, just like both of these teams will will make adjustments off this game. This is not that's why this is game six and not uh not a conference game in the middle of Big Ten or SEC play. Like there's there's time for both of these teams to grow for sure.
0: Uh I think a couple uh let's see. Tyler's saying our shooting was still better than the commentators. I think that's I objectively that. funny. I, th- I think Auburn and Northwestern can both agree. Um, there was with that.
1: The, the both games last night, just listening to, to them go on 10 minute rants about the transfer portal and sticking it out and all this. And like it became the favorite storyline with the kid from uh, Liberty, uh, Darius McGee. Yeah. They talked about it with Dylan Cardwell nonstop. Um, yeah, and like the the Dylan Cardwell played behind Walker Kessler narrative was something that they did not shut up about for two straight games.
0: Yeah, that's right. And then uh, he talked about like the windy part of the arena. I know he was doing a joke, but that was that was funny too. Uh, nasty Dora says. Tonight was one of those nights you just try to survive and hope to make one more play than them. I mean, that's what it came down to at the end. It was back and forth, back and forth. It's yeah. like, all right, who's gonna who's gonna do the last uh the last one? My buddy Jack Carter, he's saying couldn't watch the game. What happened? Is Jack the real winner Jack, of tonight? Jack,
1: you need to just say, Okay, I've I've won. Thank you. Uh well done, Jack. don't watch it again. Don't watch it again. It was awful.
0: You could probably watch the highlights because it'll only be like 20 seconds long.
1: Yeah, they'll there'll be like a couple dunks and you'll see like one three made on the Northwestern side and that's it.
0: <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, and, and uh, Tehran is saying, you know, every team will have bad nights and it's like, yeah, that's that's 100% true and I agree with that. And I think both Auburn mm-hmm. and Northwestern are going to have to deal with that. I think oh. that's how their, their guards are going to be playing, right? And yeah, a lot of it's just college basketball as a whole too, but tonight was just worse than just having an off night. <laughs> That, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just almost so bad that I just don't think it's going to happen again. Carter. It was
1: both it was both teams having a catastrophically awful night on offense at the same time and like I was having flashbacks. Do you remember a few years ago when NC State and Virginia Tech played a game where it was like 37-24 at the end of the game and it was like the worst thing ever. That kind of is the feel that that I got from from this game at certain points. Uh but yeah, I mean it was I don't think either of these teams are going to be this bad again this year, but they will absolutely have nights somewhat similar to this, which is and they will lose games because the other team won't be that bad yet, uh, with them going shot for shot.
0: Yeah, Uh, I I like what Colonel Steve is saying here. At the end of the season, this win will look as good as all the others. Let's not get too crazy about one game. I'm with you. When, When March Madness rolls around and bracketologists are throwing up their brackets, both for Auburn and Northwestern, the quality wins will be there, not the score. The close losses will be there. Still, Carter, not the score. I mean, th- this game will be on both teams' resumes, regardless of if they're automatic bids. Obviously, it won't matter. But if if they're at large bids at any point, uh, this game is going to be mentioned on both teams' resumes, and the score is not going to matter.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, isn't it the
0: net rankings that weights the point total that you lose by? Isn't isn't that the thing in basketball? I know individual net is, is like plus minus per one hundred possessions. Um, So I assume team Net would be similar to that. I would assume. I got you. Um, Nick says, can't wait to hear about how this was a defensive battle from all the pundits instead of how terrible the shooting and decision-making were. I don't know if you'll see that, Nick. Um, I I don't know how you could get behind a microphone and say that. (laughs) As Two people that do that for a living. I just don't know how somebody could do that, but. While, while Maybe. I, I, mean, you I do right.
1: think that there was good defense, I do think that that we've been pretty consistent this entire episode being like, holy cow, the shot selection and the, the shot-making tonight was so abysmal that it hurt my
0: eyes to watch. Yeah. Harson uh, take over Bruce's offense for a night. That's funny. Uh, all right, a few more questions, guys. We're about out of time, but want to get everybody's thoughts in. Jesse again says, "No way, Northwestern ends up thirteenth in the Big Ten for sure." Is that where they were picked to finish, Carter? Do you know?
1: I think so. Is is Jesse? Are you saying that they're going to finish
0: fourteenth or
1: or higher than the the thirteenth?
0: I'm thinking Jesse's giving y'all props. Yes, that, that's I, the way I, I read that.
1: Yes, I I did too. I just was just was no, crack, can't crack to clarify. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean. You you got to feel good about where Northwestern has been so far this season, I right? mean, Five I, and I, one, and you almost beat a top 15 team.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely feel good about this team through six games. Um, I think that they're going to continue to play really, really good defense. And in a conference that, uh, I mean, I know the Big Ten has the the reputation that it has in football, but... At times, it could kind of be that way in basketball too. There can be some rock fights, and uh, right. Northwestern is kind of built to to force some other teams that might be m- more talented, like we saw tonight, into rock fights like that. And they're going to be in those games because of the of their of their defense. I I really do believe that they're going to be a pretty pretty tough out this year in the in the Big Ten.
0: Yep, no question about it. Um, shout out to Northwestern boys. They've got some fight. But
1: by the way, I just want to mention this because, uh, your, your, your listeners will definitely, uh, find this interesting. I, I, you and I talked about this before the, uh, game. I think we talked about it last night. Just fun little note. Brooks Barnheiser for Northwestern. His parents played basketball and softball at Auburn, Heidi and Mark Barnheiser. What a fun fact! (laughs) So there is a random like connection there.
0: Yeah, I was surprised. This is the first time they've ever played. Just with basketball, you play so many like non-conference stuff. Like how? um, Well,
1: I guess it's uh, if we're being honest, it's because uh, Northwestern's been to the tournament once ever, and it was before. Bruce took yeah, Auburn. but I mean, how, how, many, how
0: many non-con games do you play a year? You know, just how does that never sure. happen once? You know, like that's... Yeah, uh, no, no, I mean, that's
1: history. that's fair. I mean, Auburn, uh, or North, Northwestern, had had they played Bradley, uh, had Bradley pulled the upset against Auburn, they'd played Bradley 10 times and Auburn zero times, which I thought was randomly interesting.
0: Yeah, that poor guy named Bradley, for sure. <laughs> Carter, for the Auburn folks watching, how can they check out everything you got going on?
1: Yeah, uh, so uh, on YouTube at Locked On Northwestern or uh, wherever you get your podcast, just search Locked On Northwestern, uh, and you can you can find it. Uh, you can follow me on social media at CarterBird13, uh, and yeah, that's basically it. Uh, okay. Fun fun uh, note for for your Auburn listeners as well. I do have a a, a radio show in Auburn there it is. actually. Uh, on the line 2 to 4 on ESPN 1067 and after the game after every auburn football game and after saturday basketball games going forward but we are having one after this sunday's game so look out for that we're going to have after the game on sunday on saturday after the iron bowl and after the game after the st louis game as well and yeah that's where you yeah. you, you can find me
0: yeah there's folks commenting uh about you needing to be a, an Auburn guy and it's like well Carter you want to tell him or should I yeah so you know Car- Carter does uh, talk radio in Auburn
1: Yeah um, I, well my, my one of my my two degrees are from Northwestern and Auburn and so that's how I I uh have this this connection to both of them
0: Yeah we were chit-chatting one day and I'm like you want to do what? we need a Northwestern host and he's like yeah sure <laughs> whatever yeah so you're able to uh, cover both of your schools, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Hey, for, uh, you can find all of my written work at auburndaily.com and find Locked on Auburn wherever you get your podcast. If you're watching on the Locked on Auburn feed, please like and subscribe. If you're watching on the Locked on Northwestern feed, please like and subscribe. And if you want to cross-promote the two and go to the other one and like and subscribe to it, it would help both channels out a ton. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Locked on Auburn and Locked on Northwestern.